Hello and welcome to another episode of Grot and Guardsmen. I will be your host, Benjamin Simpson, the Grot. And you've got me back again today, your friendly local Slaneshi cultist. Oh. It's also called Dom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's lovely to have you back again. I really enjoyed making an episode yesterday with you. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. So we are here today to talk about the final day, the mystery day of Warhammer Fest Online 2021. Yes. Yeah, the big finale. Mm-hmm. Or, in other words, the finale. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it is kind of big news. So we have had the announcement of the third edition of the Age of Sigma, which is fairly big news. But that's all we're going to be talking about today. That's the only news. So if you're just here for 40k things and you don't care, then maybe move on. This is yeah. This is not the episode for you. Check out a different one. And if you didn't watch yesterday's one, watch watch that one. 40k day two. That one's a good one. It is really good. There's loads of good 40k news to be heard about from yesterday's one so worth a listen to and obviously we are a primarily 40k channel but given that there is only AS news we thought we'd talk about that a little bit it's still relevant news i mean a lot of the models in this that we'll talk about look pretty and i'm sure there are plenty of blood angels players looking at them and i'm looking at them for some slaneshi mm-hmm. chaos space marine bits and bobs so for conversion purposes the models are still relevant yeah, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that do play Age of Sigma because it's a very good game. I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm sure loads of our listeners dabble in both. Yeah, so they announced that there is a new edition of Age of Sigma and they played a trailer that told us absolutely nothing. It just showed a logo. It's a new logo. I mean, it's not a new logo. It's a new animation of a logo, but it's pretty. Yep, they spoke a little bit about that there's a few changes coming to command points and you get more command points if you go second. Yeah, it's a good idea. They gave us little bits of information about rule changes. The command points was the main one I think they, they spoke about. Yeah, that was the only actual like definitive rule change that I picked up on. They said to spend on a few more things, but that's not really actually saying anything. It's congratulations, you can spend command points. I'm I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, good thing. They do exist for a reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> but getting some more for going second, it's, it shows that they're going to make some interesting changes. I think it does show that the new edition is going to have some twists coming to it. I just would have liked to know more about what some of those twists might be. Yeah, I think they've definitely chosen to announce this new edition early. They don't seem ready for it because to say that there's this new edition and then that's the only thing they can tell us. There's, you get a couple more command points. That's not really addition worthy, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, I think if you were watching this stream expecting to have an idea of what the next edition is going to be, you'd be disappointed. I think all it has really confirmed is that AOS is changing edition some point in the near future. Yeah, in terms of what we can actually tell you about the new edition, like we've already done it. That's it. We spent the whole of the stream being told there is a new edition. There will be Stormcast in it, and probably your other races too. Who knows? I don't know, because today was Stormcast Day. Yeah, what we what we actually got today was the new Stormcast line under false pretenses of a new edition. That's what we were given. <laughs> I think that's perhaps a little harsh. I think it is alluding to the new edition. I think it, they couldn't say too much, but they definitely didn't say yeah, enough Yeah, I, I really today. do think they should not have announced the edition yet. If they wanted to give us these new Stormcast models, then announce the new Stormcast line, by all means. But I don't think we needed to be told that there's a new edition yet, because there's nothing to say. They did give us a little bit of lore. They gave us that the next edition is, or they alluded to it being quite a heavy push from Sigma, from the forces of order, out being very aggressive trying to take back the realms. It's not a lot, 
but it would suggest that it is a big angry force of order, big strong Stormcast going to come and batter away at the beast at their door, specifically even mentioning the realm of beasts and giving us a, a cute little map for that. So they gave us a bit, but it, it really does feel just like dregs, mm. little drips seeping out the bottom of a barrel. It's not enough to get me excited. I do think the map we were given is absolutely awesome. I look at this map and I don't know about you, but I get really excited when I see sort of fancy maps drawn up and I think it adds loads to the lore. And when I'm looking around it, you can see the Stormcast city that's been established and you can see Beast Grave from Underworlds. And there's lots of little elements that come in and the lore seems strong. Lore-wise, there's going to be a really strong change of edition, maybe. I think that's something that in my experience between 40k and AOS is one of the strengths of AOS in recent history, because that's the only history I know of it. AOS only has recent history. <laughs> oh, you, yes. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. But the, the AOS lore has been exciting. I will acknowledge immediately I am a Slanesh player. That is... That is my army, that's my go-to, that's my love. So there is absolute bias when I say, oh, the law's been incredible, because a lot of it's been about me. <laughs> <laughs> and what's more Sileshi but being excited when people are talking about you? Hey. And yes, I include myself in, in all Slanesh releases. It's, it's been good, it's been nice to see Marathi and, oh, can we do law spoilers? Or am mm. I, I going to upset your listeners? Mm. We're about to do a brief law spoiler. So if you don't want to hear our brief law spoiler, then skip 30 seconds. Go! It's nice to see Marathi making progress, the Twins of Slanesh coming out, seeing the mortals, seeing the world shape differently. It's nice to see change happening. And with the new Kragnos stuff, with the new Bellacor stuff, it does feel like there's progress. Stuff is happening. Things are changing. Whereas I personally feel like 40k is quite stagnant. They may do big things where big characters come back, just not much changes as a result of that. That wasn't much of a spoiler. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to try and keep it. Keep it as non. I didn't want to go specific. You know. That's fair. I'm sure that people who didn't want spoilers will appreciate that. Yeah. I think you're. You're right. 40k as a genre, or sorry, as a setting, is very stagnant. Like big characters arrive just to sort of wave their big armies around, and then big battle that has no consequences. So hopefully, AOS. Well, AOS has shown that through its very existence. The, the fantasy setting was entirely destroyed. The world was reborn and big things do happen. Big changes occur, which is a massive. Yeah. So yeah, I, see, I totally see what, where you're coming from, saying that AOS lore is more meaningful, has more impact and is really interesting. It's just a shame, I guess, that there isn't much of it yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a very fair thing to say. It's something that we'll only get more of as time goes by. I, I am excited to see what this new edition does, and I'm excited to see what the new lore will be. Like you said, the map, it, it does have an element of interest to it. I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, oh, this will be, this is going to be fun to see this change over time. And that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping to see, you've got the one big Stormcast city over there in the corner. I'm excited to see maybe a few more popping up. Maybe the Stormcast getting a bit of a, they're getting a bit of a foothold. You know, yeah. maybe Kragnos demolishing that foothold. Who knows? But I want to see it. But here I am saying about talking about things I want to see because that's all we've been able to do. It's because they've not given us a lot. They've just given mm. us a map and then we've gone off and gone, hey, I want this cool stuff to happen to the map without any knowledge or understanding of if that will actually happen. A new edition having just a map is not a strong start, unfortunately. 
But let's, let's be honest, we do have some models. Let's uh, let's move on to these we new do. Stormcasts because the Stormcasts are cool. And I think I will get on to why I'm still disappointed. But the actual models I'm really happy with. So let's take a look at our f- first model, who is Indrasta, the Celestial Spear. And she does look fantastic. She's in the new pattern of Stormcast armor. I'm sure we'll find the name of that in a bit. She's got ginormous angelic wings and two spears, one big two-hander and a short spear as well. And she's standing on what looks like a small section of ruin in a bog or a swamp. But it's a fantastic model. It's quite large. With her wings, it's got a reasonable amount of oomph, like of presence, if that makes sense. And she looks pretty great. I like her hairstyle. It shows a bit of personality and character. So overall, good things when I'm looking at this model. Yes, and to have a model today that is still so good and still so pretty at the end of the week i think it's always tougher when you release a model after we've seen everything else looking good to still look at a model and go wow that's still good it it shows that this model is good she's not overshadowed by a lot of what we've ever seen everything else we've seen she stands well on her own she's not my favorite this week no i don't think she'll be many people's favorites no offense in draster but she's something that i think i can see a lot of people wanting i want to do something with that model as soon as i saw it i mean it won't be a stormcast i think a part of it for me is that she's showing off the new armor style and that this new armor style for the stormcast is really nice as someone who's worn plate armor and things this is a lot more realistic like i could fight wearing this this is fantastic it's actually very real aesthetically it's very appealing it's it is a step up from the stormcast i think we've seen in the past it just looks a bit more visually interesting. I think the Stormcasts suffer from occasionally, unless you're quite a talented painter, looking a bit too similar across units. And it is nice, in my opinion, to see this new armor, to see these changes coming in that adds a bit of a different character to these models. Yeah, I'd agree. When I look at, for example, the Liberator's armor, the original Liberator's, right? So the original Stormcast Eternal armor, it's so clunky. And it doesn't really match real armor very well or closely. And then moving over to the newer armor, the armor that we can see on Indrasta and on the other unit that we're about to get onto, it is just a real step in a realistic direction. She benefits from real wings as well. These are feathered angel wings. The other Stormcasts have... It's not feathered wings for most of it. It is... Lightning wings or... Uh, yeah, lightning bolt energy, which fits the Stormcast very well. They do look very good, but once again, introducing the imagery of the real feathers, having the variety of having a different type of wings available, it is going to help her stand out on the tabletop. And it helps her just have this imposing figure that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, I think the the concept of the Celestine Prime, I like a bit more. The way he's sort of, he's literally a meteor. His wings are an explosion of energy. He's got all this energy swirling around him. He's got this like meteor staff. It's a phenomenally good concept for a model. However, the actual Andresta model, she is just better. This model is way better than the Celestine Prime. Sure, I prefer the concept of like energy burst wings and things, but actually when I look at them, her angel wings are far nicer. Her armor's far nicer. My memory of the Celestine Prime is he has a sort of bigger aura, but actually when I look at back at it now compared to her, it's actually 
not all that. She's actually definitely at least as good, at least as nice. She's a wonderful model. And it looks far better, I'd say. I, I think so. I have nothing against the Salison Prime. I have one lying around somewhere. He is great, um, don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic model. But, but uh, something about her is appealing. I think I like the dual spear. The long one, the short one. If she didn't have any spears, her name would go to waste. I question the the dual spear in terms of she already has a two-hander. Maybe like if if the one-hander was strapped to her back with a shield or something, so she could fight with the actual spear. If you're fighting with one spear in each hand all the time, surely they should both be short. Any any weapon's a one-handed weapon if you try hard enough. If Sigmar loves you enough... I guess if you're blessed by the gods. <laughs> yeah, if you're blessed by a god, Sigmar, with the ability to wield a, you know, a nine-foot, two-hander spear one-handedly, then... I guess it's acceptable. You are a one hero. One may be a ranged weapon. One may be thrown. Actually, that's more of a sword. And, and perhaps return, return to you. So I've noticed that other spear is kind of more of a sword. It's, it's, it's almost a strange combination of the two. Yeah. I think it is. There's a, there's a kind of cross guard. Admittedly, the other one has a kind of cross guard, doesn't it? High up. They're like yes. sword blades strapped to a long pole as... But it almost looks like the yeah. blades are nearly the same. In fact, the short blade I think is they are the, the same blade. Um, almost. The, almost. The gems... Yeah, one, the sword one's got the gem above the hilt, whereas the spear one's got it below. Like They're a bit different in things. I guess it's kind of a sword and a spear she would in there, but sort of two spears? <laughs> I don't know. She's got two weapons. She's going to stab you with both hands. You should be upset about it. And the art. I really love this piece of art. I don't think it's going to be good for the front cover of her main rulebook. I agree with you. I know I'm hesitating here. I'm I'm trying to figure out how to word this because I do agree with you. The art I really enjoy, and I really mm-hmm. think it does throw back to that law of Sigma and the forces of order launching out against the forces of chaos with these monstrous blobs of just teeth and eyes and tentacles either side and spear. This character we've just spent ages talking about literally charring a path between this blob of chaos is great. I think it's a great piece of art and it does quite well to sort of embody the whole of AOS in terms of its content. Because like you say, it is a stormcast that's it's literally like a bolt of lightning ripping these tentacles in two and things and she fires yes. into it. Unfortunately, it's like she's just firing into a solid mass of gunk. The enemy isn't much. It's like it's it's just a good metaphor for the whole of AOS. The trouble is, as like a piece of artwork, I'd want something that's a bit more like relatable and a bit more showy-offy of a force of some sort. It's a very good like metaphoric piece, and unfortunately, she also in that piece of artwork doesn't look like a stormcast very much either. I wouldn't have necessarily been able to tell she was stormcast immediately by looking at the artwork, unless I knew it was her, and I've seen her model as well and things. So. I mean, she's got the imagery, the meteor imagery, the twin-tailed comet. You know, when you're mm-hmm. when you're looking, you're looking at her. It, it's there. I think you'd very quickly tell she is a stormcast with the lightning around it as well. Yeah, I'd work it out, I guess, but I just don't think that it's maybe quite the right choice, especially with the enemy just being like this blob, this this big blob surrounding her. It's not really. It doesn't give the perfect aesthetic that I want for like a main rulebook. It's not something you look at it and think, this is front of rulebook material. You'd want maybe it's, like... It's the enemy that bothers me. Yeah, it's I the enemy that bothers me more, yeah. I, I've got here the core rulebook for 40k or 9th and the art on that is just, it's 
I wouldn't even say it's better. I'd say the art that we're looking at on the site is better. The art on this book comes across better. It's a better representation for me of what's going on. You've got the knife split down the middle. You know, you've got the two different characters representing chaos, representing well, the Imperium. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. And this one just, I don't know, maybe I don't like the big amorphous blob of chaos, but... Um... It is lovely, don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic piece of artwork, but I guess we're just questioning whether it's the perfect image for the main rulebook. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. This is art, this is art I'd enjoy, but uh, it's not art I'd want to look at on the front of a rulebook. Mm, yeah, yeah. Shall we move on to the next unit? We also have, wearing the Thunderstrike armor, the new armor I've been talking about, the Vindictors unit of Stormcast Eternals. They are Stormcast Spearmen, and they do look pretty fantastic. I can really envision them being in a phalanx working together with shields locked together. Their shields are absolutely wonderful. They've got a great big icon of Sigma with the Thunderbolts coming out of them. So they're a little bit different to the old shields with the hammer on the front. And the spears are quite similar to Andraste's spear. Yeah, I mean, they're they're brilliant. They are very nice. They're very... It's hard to say very different, but they do stand out, I think, to a lot of other... Sigmar units. The new armor does help them look different. The new shield, a bit smaller, a bit similar to, like you said, the armor differences. A little bit less clunky. They look capable, and I like that. I like them a lot. Mm. They are very, very nice. There's not necessarily a lot to say about them, is there? I guess they're just the next wave of line infantry for Stormcaster Journals. I think there is, there is, there is stuff to be said for them. I think my problem is and a lot, seeing a lot of Stormcast imagery, I'm biased by the fact that I just don't like the standard Stormcast colour scheme. Um, I actually think Stormcast suffer from the just the big solid gold look. And I, being a Slaneshi player, I, I love a big solid gold look. But the Stormcast suffer from it. And thankfully, we've got images of these same unit painted up in other schemes, which I think helps them I think they look better. really show off how good they are. Yeah, to really show off because the gold, I love it. It's obviously painted very well. I have nothing to say as if it's painted poorly. My favourite's definitely in white there. Yes, yes. It's it's not as eye-catching. I think the other colour schemes. Also, obviously, some non-helmeted heads available here, we should specify, which help give them a bit of character. They look good they look dynamic they look interesting they look like there's varied poses that you're going to get mm-hmm. I, th- I think they'll be a good addition to a sigmar army they will look good as part of a stormcast force yeah i'd agree i think they do really look good they are certainly quite a step nicer than the original liberators and things definitely in my opinion Yes, I I do think so. Even the body proportions are just a lot better and more accurate. Uh, they're just a little bit more interesting in in what they're doing and and who they are as characters, which is something to say for most of them being somewhat faceless, just full armor people. They're they're doing well in getting that character across. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, should we move on? I think that's all I have to say about that unit. Yes, I think. I think if you're a Stormcast player, you'll like these guys. They are nice. That's, yeah. that's, what, that's, that's what's to be said about them. Our final Stormcast unit is the Annihilators, and they are the new generation of Paladins. So there were three different uh, weapon options and kits that you could make with the previous Stormcast Eternal Paladins. 
And these guys are sort of in the same... You can see the similarities between the armor styles. They've got very similar pauldrons, and they're in a lot heavier armor. But again, it's been improved. It's nicer. It's a bit more realistic, super heavy armor. And these guys are definitely based on being more durable. The old paladins had big, heavy, two-handed murder weapons for the most part. And in this case, this guy is almost like a liberator with his shield in one hand, his big hammer in the other hand. But he is definitely heavier and more murderous going in for the kill. He is definitely heavier. Looking at this man, he looks immovable. He looks staunt as a statue. It's a vibe that he's giving out. He looks he looks brilliant. I really enjoy this model. And again, this is just better armor. The the realistic heavier armor. Like, the only issue is like whether the point these shoulders would just be physically too heavy for anyone to move in at all. But in terms of like restricting movement, this is certainly more realistic. This is more like what we'd see from Gothic plate and things. So great. If you are a blessed returning warrior of Sigmar, you don't have to worry about petty little things like the laws of physics and mobility. <laughs> you just put on the biggest plate that you can find that you could put a Thunderbolt symbol on and you just go out there and stomp all the enemies of Sigmar. Damn right, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, you can see it here. He looks he he looks great. I like the fact that the Thunderbolt image is there a lot. I like the crown belt buckle. His belt buckle is like a little crown with three points. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that actually. I was too busy looking at the hulking lion slightly above it. But yes. Well to me that's a crown. Maybe it's meant to be meteorology or something, but it does look cool. Either way, it looks good. It's it's a nice little extra bit of detail. You know, I actually prefer the model to the artwork in terms of its proportions and its look. Because there's also a piece of artwork of this guy, which is lovely. Don't get me wrong, I do love the artwork. But I do think I actually prefer the model. Shockingly, I might have to agree. Yeah, I usually prefer artwork. They're a lot better representations and more detail and things. But in this case, the model is just really nice. He looks shockingly calm. He looks like he knows the you know the horrors of whatever is approaching him, and he knows that with with Sigmar's blessing, he could. And I am very upset at how much I've had to say that today. Uh, but with it, it seems like he can fight off whatever forces are going to be thrown at him. And we, that's something we should address. Is when I said he looks immovable, the stat line is reflective of that. We don't quite have a stat line yet, but we are told he has a two-up save. Yes, that's the only thing we've been given. So all the stats we've seen. Two up save. The man's Oof. not going down easily. Yeah, I remember, I remember when AOS first came out, there was no such thing as a two up save. They had deliberately made it. So all the best characters were only three ups and heavy armor was a four up. So these guys really are something if they come in with two ups. They'll, they'll, they'll be an interesting force to see. And I think, once again, just the variety that they add to a Stormcast army is nice. They do give you more to take that is a bit more focused on defense rather than just being a, a big aggressive force they are lovely there is something else we'll move on to but talking about these stormcast as a whole and the release of these stormcast are there any points you'd like to make on these stormcast specifically mm -hmm. or on the release schedule for stormcast in general i feel like there's something on your mind <laughs> i am nervous stormcast make me nervous not just obviously them being big tough lightning boys but I'm new to the hobby, and I don't like when I look at the web store and when I look at the availability of certain kits. It's, it's especially bad in 40k, in my opinion, how much some armies are favoured over others. 
And I just, I just, I didn't think Stormcast needed new kits. I mean, they're very nice kits that they've got. I didn't think they needed them. I know it's a new edition, so they will get them. There should be a few. And I'm saying this coming from a very good position in AOS. I've just had a fantastic slew of new kits. They've been brilliant, and I could not ask for anything else. But oh, please, someone else deserves that. Give the give the character on some more interesting infantry. Give the fire slayers something more to do. Give the Adneth Deepkin more crabs. Just loads and loads of crabs. Just <laughs> just don't give me Stormcast because they're nice. They're very cool models. But I just don't want them to be the only force that's getting cool new stuff. Yeah, I think you hit on something that's really big there. When I look at Age of Sigma, and I really am looking for an excuse to start playing Age of Sigma big time again. And today should have given me that, I think. Announcing a new edition should absolutely have made me think, oh, I really want to get into this. But unfortunately, it kind of hasn't. Because that's all they've said. There's not, they haven't told me any reasons why I want to play this new edition. All they've done is shown me some Stormcast. And... At this point, I've been shown Stormcast more than anything else, so it, it loses a bit of a meaning to me. I, I think, guess. listeners, you're about to enter into the Tom and Ben are disappointed section of the podcast. <laughs> oh, and no, I want to keep it short. But <laughs> it should, as we, as we all know, as we all know, I'm fairly to the left. I'd say on a political scale, I'm, I'm a man of the people. <laughs> let's say so. I want everything to be fair, and all armies, I think, should have their time in the sun, so to speak. There's a few, there's quite a few forces for AOS that if I was going to collect, or I would be happy to collect, apart from the fact there's so little for them. And when I look through, there's things like Fire Slayers that have only really had their initial releases, and it's a, a tiny army. Same with Daughters of Cain, same with Caradron Overlords. To, to an extent, Lumineth, obviously they're brand new, and they've actually got a lot more than some others, but at least to an extent, and somewhat Sylvan F if you're not including the, the Wood Elves and definitely the Skaven need new models because all their old stuff is going or gone now. The Fleshy the Courts do. The Night Haunt to an extent. They're, they're doing a lot better than other armies but to an extent they need them on the Stormcast. The Bone Reapers are a new faction that need them. The Ogres could do with it. The Oryx could do with it more. Like the, Pretty much every other faction in the whole of AOS needs these models a lot more. They barely have anything by comparison. The Stormcast have something like 50 different units in the game by comparison to other factions that have about a dozen. And when five of those are just like single characters, that means you've only actually got about seven or eight different kits to build and paint. It's, it's disappointing. Which it, it is. And... Compared, to, compared to the 50 that, that Stormcast have, Stormcast players can just keep going for like 10 years painting before they run out of models. Whereas I could paint through a whole army and be done in the space of like a year for any of the other ranges. So that's, I'll admit, that's a reason that I don't want to collect some of these armies because there's just not enough for me to do. And I'd get halfway into an army and think, great, this is amazing. I've got some of these kits. I've done them. And I like them. Oh, wait, I've done everything. There's nothing it's else for me here. We're done. Capitalizing <laughs> on the law, which I mean... It has been done really well in some ways. For example, the Slanesh released following all the events of Broken Realms Marathi. But that's Broken mm -hmm. Realms Marathi. It's not Broken Realms Slanesh. If you needed to do an order versus another major factor for, for a new edition, 
could it not be Daughters of Cain right now? Has one of their main characters, their leader, not just grown into godhood? Where you, where's some love for the snake girls? Where you know, oh, we got the Malusa Iron Scale in in Shadow and Pain. You know, great, but where is some more? If you need to keep order stronger and you want to progress this storyline of the forces of order coming out and fighting, I just I just don't understand why it always has to be Sigmar. Or Stormcast. It always has to be Stormcast again yeah. with the Golden Armor Boys. And I do think it would benefit from some others. That's not to say everything that released today isn't great. It all looks good. I'm just slightly upset that it's big, bulky Stormcast and it's not someone else. They are lovely Stormcast. They're by far the best Stormcast we've seen to date. But unfortunately, I just don't think people were looking for Stormcast at this point. But there's already so much of it compared to other things. We just didn't need any more Stormcast. So after our rant, I like to try and keep things on the up. Yes. Let's, let's move on. Let's not moan about, Absolutely, about yeah. the release anymore. There is one last little trailer that we get, and it's basically pointless. It doesn't actually say anything. Oh, yeah. Thank you for the positivity <laughs> there, Ben. I know. I try to be positive, but, but it, there was... I think I really love the trailer. In terms of like a lore thing, If there's, I want this to be advertising a book or something that I can read and be interesting and cool. But by the looks of things, it's it's a build-up to the opposite faction for the Stormcast in the new box. But the trouble is, it didn't really say enough. It gave us like a nice rhyme about like counting down number of guardsmen that were... Guardsmen? You're in the wrong universe, um, big boy. I, I meant like standard uh, guardsmen, like um, pikemen or soldiers. Like Wrong word, I guess. I forget the exact word they use in the trailer. But there's all these, these soldiers that are off in the bog, and then they're being kidnapped and trapped and disappeared and whatever. Yep as they they go missing and then eventually there are none left and part of me was like oh is this cities of sigma thing with, with all these like free guild soldiers but no it's it's just they're not going to tell us anything <laughs> about what's doing the kidnapping <laughs> like ah right we know Point it's in, this trailer we know it's <laughs> in the realm of beasts with <laughs> they've given us that information and we know it's in a bog we know that it kills people so really it, it could be anything from uh as uh, an especially angry tree to maybe just an especially deep puddle that these people have fallen into i i, I don't know i want to see just the box deep puddle <laughs> there's a puddle puddle it's just like a hill with a bit of it's hard to go through a bog in in reasonable armor it's not an easy thing to achieve it's reasonable to assume that some of you just oh, go yeah. missing i agree i don't want to go through a bog and play armor that's gonna suck <laughs> i filled my army of bog it's just the bog there's no monsters this is why i encourage everyone not to wear anything go. at all it's the, it's the greatest blessing <laughs> from Slanesh is that you don't have any armor weighing you down <laughs> But it, I don't know. I think it, it could be something cool that comes out of this. It does say at the absolute end of the trailer, it utters the phrase, a new breed of evil emerges soon. Yes, that's the reason I'd say that this is a new faction entirely. I don't think this is going to be an expansion to a current faction. It could be. It easily could be. But based on the fact it says a new breed of evil emerges soon, I'm just thinking this is going to be a new faction that comes out. It's there's got to be something new. I mean, a new breed of evil, it doesn't immediately scream new faction to me. Maybe a lot of uh, new units for maybe a death army or, or something. But it's we've just, had, we've just right. had the Soulblight Gravelords. So, brand new, more death? I, I don't know. Then again, actually, I'd say this could this could easily be more along the lines of Beastmen. So this maybe is a case. It could, be, it could easily be... 
beast men. Mm, ultimately, right, yeah. unfortunately, it could be anything that lives in a bog. Which is roughly half it's, of AOS. It right? could be anything. <laughs> really, I could be some form of especially wet wood elf. I don't know. Uh, it's. I doubt it, but who knows? Bog elves. We've got. We've got. We've got damp elves. Now we just need bog you elves. Know, they're, they're slowly getting closer and closer to classic wood elf territory. They've gone ocean. Now they've gone. Now just just get a really wet forest. Make a bog. We'll go that far, and you know maybe eventually they'll get a couple of towels and they'll dry down and they'll become full on wood elves. Who knows? I'm fairly sure it won't be wood elves yeah, because I think GW have deliberately stopped the wood elf range. I think they're moving away from classic token. I territory they want their own i do agree i couldn't resist the bog elves so, uh, that concept is quite it's quite fun for bog me. elves yeah, what do you mean what do you mean they're not wood elves they're bog elves it's, it's totally separate don't worry about it we are the bog elves we... <laughs> man emerges from puddle <laughs> covered covered it would look almost like the zod grog uh snagger from the orc Oh, it would, wouldn't it? Crazy hermit man with weird hair emerges from a puddle dancing around. See, now if that was how you advertised <laughs> Age of Sigmar mm. 3.0, I'd be more excited for it. I'm not going to lie. I would pre-order that if we had the crazy bog man walk out. But uh, instead, we just have a, about three traders that tell us, tell us literally Very, nothing. very little. <laughs> so it's not like I can really even look into the details of this. There's, there's no details to be looked at. It was interesting. It was interesting. Nothing that they released today, I didn't like. Nothing that they, they announced, nothing that they said, I went, oh, that's not good. I don't like that. I just said, oh, that could yeah. have been better. I just I feel very conflicted personally because everything they announce, I've, my response is, that's yes. cool. I like that. Unfortunately, I'm still met with a massive wave of disappointment and mild confusion because the last day and the big announce of editions should have been so much more. Well, than this. shall we then finish with a little bit of a conversation of just how we feel about Warhammer Fest overall? Now that it's over, now that it's done, how do we feel about this day compared to the others? Mm -hmm. Because it's it's finished. This is the end of Warhammer Fest. We can go back to we are done. You know, not having to record these episodes all the time. Yeah, I can go back to not spending half my life <laughs> editing podcasts. <laughs> this is this is the, this is the uh, grind we put in to get the content out asap. Mm -hmm, yeah. Well, I I've I have enjoyed it. It's been a lovely week. I've got loads of things to talk about. I've got loads of things to do, and I've got an entire new orc line that I will be endlessly painting and working on so it's all good stuff it's very fun it's very exciting it has been i, good. I really enjoyed it i think it's been for me nice to see a warhammer fest my only warhammer fest and i i'm not disappointed with it overall bits of it i think have been not as great as we'd like but then other bits have really surprised me and i've thought wow this is this is really good so I, i've been happy with it overall i've had a good time and i'm a little bit disappointed that it has to come to an end i'm gonna be sat around tomorrow at six just Watching something else on Twitch, I guess. I guess it. I guess it won't be good old Warhammer TV. You have to move on. <laughs> yeah, I have to find some other content. I'm gonna say, what was your favourite day overall of Warhammer Fest this year? My favourite day. Mm -hmm. And favourite release within that day. I think it has to be the first day. I think it has to be the AOS day for me. That was my favourite day mm -hmm. because that was strong. Yeah. I'm a sucker for vampires. I I really am, and the whole new Soulblight Gravelords range has been great. 
has been great for me. I understand this may be taking a controversial stance because people have uh, conflicting opinions on the new big vampire laws. So do I. I don't. I have conflicting opinions on them, but I, I love them and I hate them at the same time. And really, it depends what time of day you ask me that question, how positively I feel about them. But I'm still going to end up getting one. I can't. They look brilliant. The the vampires and the new the, the new really lords. Cool. Not not them alone, but the new wolves, the new direwolf models that you get. Radicar the Beast looks brilliant. I can't remember the name of of the older woman riding a direwolf, but I don't need to know her name. She's great. She was possibly my favourite. It was just nothing about the vampires that day that I didn't like. And every time I've gone back to look at the lords, I've gone, yeah, they're weird, but I kind of like that they're weird. I'm curious to see, see what the kit will actually look like. I'm curious to see what the sprues will be to see whether I can do some fun stuff with some vampire bits in there because i'd like to so i'm curious to yeah. see how good that'll be but for me that was that was brilliant and that has been the piece of gold that i've been comparing the rest of warhammer fest to favorite day favorite release to come out of it followed very closely behind by that little squig with the grot with the nail <laughs> <laughs> nine inch nail for me that's been the best of it Mm-hmm. And and everything yeah. else has has been trying to chase the vampires, but it, it's failed to do it. My favorite day has definitely been the big orc forty k day. Without I'm shocked at the grot from the Grot and Garsman podcast is really excited about the orcs day. I would <laughs> never would have guessed. Yeah, no surprise there. But yeah, because there's no surprise. I'd say my second favorite was Black Library Day, which I wasn't expecting. I wasn't ready for that. It was a really good, strong day, though, in my opinion. We had a lot of really fantastic releases, and I'm really into reading more stuff now. I think I think there's stuff to be said for the Black Library Day being your favourite day, though, because I think, for me, that was a day that I was almost going to just skip over. I had a busy day. I was like, will I even watch the stream? I don't know. Oh, I'm not that bothered. I've only read, like, one and a half books from 40K, from AOS not counting rule books and codexes and actual like books so i thought oh i'm not that bothered but then i, I did sit and watch it and I, I actually thought you know what i'm i need to pick up some more books i do need to pay attention to black black it's, library i think it was a real shame that there were no aos books announced we keep saying we need more aos law and yeah that was the you know that was the time we needed to come out <laughs> it would have been nice it, so that, was a, that was a shame but... it would have been nice but the, the release of books that they did say they were bringing out all looked good. I'm really excited for some of the Warhammer crime books. I don't know what to expect from that, but... They'll be really cool, I think. I think they'll be really good to read. I might grab one of the anthologies. Yeah, I'm going to pick one of those up. I, I think they'll be good. I think from most days, from almost every day, I've, I've there's been a model that I'm sort of like, I would like to pick that up. I, I want to do something with that, which is, mm-hmm. which is a testament to how successful and how good Warhammer Fest has been overall. Yeah, definitely. We've had an amazing bunch of releases from the week and it'll definitely keep me going for a while yeah and with even more to come it it's you know this isn't the end of of new releases they they wanted to make that very clear yes we have only seen half of the new orcs so i think we we recorded some predictions on the orcs before we had any of this news and we and we decided not to upload that because it warhammer fest had come along but now given that we've only seen a tiny portion of it maybe we should still upload that 
be interesting. I, I think it's always it's always interesting to see these predictions and compare that to what really happened. I know a lot of people I talked to were were lovingly predicting, you know, all these plastic emperors' children and all of this new. Uh, and I, you know, I would I would love for it to have been true, but yeah, sometimes I think people get a little bit lost in what they want rather than what's realistic. And I think I think I think GW's done well with with Warhammer Fest. There are bits that I would change, but overall, it's been good enough. And we can't all just get too upset because our faction hasn't given us what we want. Absolutely, yeah. It's definitely on the whole a big step in the right direction. I'd say good stuff. Any last closing comments before we say goodbye? Uh, yes. Since I don't know when I'll be on the podcast again. Please contact your local Slaneshi court and see if they are accepting volunteers because most of us are and we're in desperate need of it. So while I can't promise that my sweet, soothing tones may be bringing you to the correct side of the Great Schism, you know, I'd like to get in what I can before I'm found out by your returning guardsmen. (laughs) Yeah, well, it has been lovely to have you on the show. And... There are a few topics that I think it would be fantastic for us to discuss and go over. So in the next few weeks, I'd definitely love to have you back on the show. I will happily attend, so long as your guardsman isn't here. <laughs> well, maybe we can uh, find some times and conditions. Or if he's, he's, maybe if he's tied up a little bit, uh, you know, in a persuasive mood, if he's um, willing to, uh, to listen to some lovely words. <laughs> yeah, maybe if he's not quick to draw his pistol. <laughs> So far, that's the only part I've seen of him is the barrel of, of his pistol. Yeah. Well, it's it's been a lovely week. I hope you've had as amazing week as I have. And um, that's all from us here at Grotten Garsman for this week. We will see you at some point next week with our next episode. And we will probably be back to a fairly normal schedule. So from me, the Grot, thanks very much and goodbye. And goodbye from me, your friendly local Slaneshi cultist.